murderers decoding the crime verse. Welcome, welcome to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Danny and I am joined here with Fearless. Eagle. That is correct. And you need to be fearless for the dun, case we're about to look at. Ga, ga, ga. I don't know why he chose this. It's a fearless case. Wow. 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 Yeah. I don't know. When I first saw, obviously, you, you listening to us, you've seen the title, but when I first saw The Mad Trapper of Red River, I'm thinking the most sadistic <laughs> serial killer that's involving rats. Probably the I rats are eating that, people. Yeah. You know what? Mm. I thought, like, this person was <laughs> another... Edward Gein, if you know who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. Which? But no, he <laughs> was really not. <laughs> but he did create the largest manhunt in Canadian history. Let's go. So, I mean, yeah. that's at least some accomplishment for the yeah. man. Mm. Hey. I mean. You need to set your own bar. I've witnessed it. Well, I haven't witnessed a manhunt, but I've seen helicopters, helicopters when they're doing a manhunt. Did they go past your house? Actually, I was at school. They were by the school. Oh. Mm. And then I'm sure everyone was like, oh, no, this person is Because you, you know it's a manhunt when the helicopter is just circling a specific area. So mm. if they're flying normally, it's not. But if they're coming around and around and around and around, then it's a manhunt. We've had one by the house once as well. Hey, my oh. area, it's hey. fine. But I do live by a prison. So. Well, yeah. Uh. <gasps> Nash, the other day, it was last Friday, we were driving home from youth. <laughs> and we're driving past the prison, and there was a car parked in the bushes. In the bushes. Next to the prison. Hey. And I was like, what is this car Someone doing Someone is here? breaking out, let's go. I was like, what is this mm. car doing here? Because I'm not going to lie, the fence is not... That high. The fence. It's not fencing. <laughs> so <laughs> anyone can decide to unfence. Yeah, well, I don't know. But there was a car parked there. And it was really weird because it was parked Ooh. in the opposite direction. Because, you know, if you, like, pull off the road, mm. you're gonna be, you'll are gonna be be parked in the direction you were driving in. But yeah. this car was parked in the opposite direction. Their lights were on bright. And they were yeah, parked no, they were, like, they were yeah. ready. Like, yeah, we're doing this. And anyone who decides to pull up here, we're going to see them and we are here. Because we, okay, so there's two parts of the prison. So it's called Leocop Prison, which means Lion Head Prison Let's in go. South Africa, in Afrikaans. And yeah, yeah. Um, so there is like the petty crime side, which is near my house. So like mm-hmm. we'll offices, often see them. They like, they stole money from the cashier type of vibes, you know, like not. Why would you go and steal money from the cashier? No, you know, like, like, you know, petty crimes. <laughs> I, got I don't caught. know what would actually, you know what, what I'm actually like, I don't even know what would be classified as a. Money. Maybe more like, you know, like not as hectic crimes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then there is the other, the maximum prison, which is, you can see it from my house. It's mm. like over a hill. Mm. So it's a big, huge prison. It like actually looks like a prison. Yeah. That's where like the murderers, rapists, violent crime, criminal people are. Yeah. And then the whole prison is actually, there's a, like there's a little town inside. Oh. And then, then all the, so all the prison guards actually like live there. There's like a school for their kids and there's like a shopping. 
yeah so like so for example because obviously prison guards work really weird hours so they like have they yeah. built a little town okay like so the prison it's like a huge property and then there's like the one prison then there's the violent prison and then there's yeah, like there's a little a, okay. town so like oh. then their families like are with them yeah so there's like a community sure. if that makes sense okay. so then the prison guards actually like have their family and stuff that's fancy there which I thought's like pretty nice. Fancy. Like, I, like if anyone knows, I don't know how we got to prisons, but if anyone <laughs> knows, like Alcatraz. So Alcatraz, the families did live on Alcatraz. Oh. Because it was on a rock in the middle of the ocean. Oh. So there was like, or I don't know if they lived there or you could come visit. I can't remember, but there was like housing. Yeah, there was, there was, yeah. Because it like, it took a whole boat trip to come there. I mean, you can't be taking boat trips from to and from work. Like, it's a lot of effort. Yeah, no, no. I might as well stay here. Yeah. I don't know if there's resources. But I'm really wanting. I'd love to visit Alcatraz. I think it would be so cool to see in real life. going to travel on the boat. Yeah, I'll travel. I get seasick. But, I mean, to see Alcatraz, where Al Capone hey, 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 was hey, imprisoned. Hey, 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 hey. Hello. Okay, no, me, I'm fine. I'll, I'll, I'll keep my distance. Never mind other things. Another prison. I'd love to go to Robin Island. Because I know you can I do thought tours. thought of that one. And then guess what? Someone traumatized me with the Because I the think Robin comment. Island is also closed. Because mm. Robin Island is kind of also like on an island yeah, off of Cape Town. So it's also, you see, you put the criminals on the sea. And then where they're going, they can't escape. They can't that park one. the car next to the fence. Aye, that one. <laughs> mm -mm. Me, I was so, interested, and no. for those who are interested, Nelson Mandela was locked up in Robben Island. Yeah. And if you know nothing about South Africa, you probably know Nelson Mandela's name, I'm just saying. Yeah, go and check the So history. that's where he was. So I'd, those are two prisons I'd love to see in like person. I think it would be so fascinating to see. I've mm. got like the prison manual from Alcatraz because my mom Let's went go. there when she was little. So it's a prison manual okay. they like get given when you enter prison. So it like has like a picture of your cell and how it's supposed to look when, when they do inspections. And then it's got like what you're allowed in and stuff like that. And it's, it's like really interesting. And, you know, I was actually... Um, I was I, a lady came up on my TikTok. She's an ex-convict, so hey. she served time for not also not like murder mm. or anything. It wasn't like uh. a big thing, but she served time. And um, for example, the reason ladies can't have earrings in is because then in fights they hey. can yank the earrings out and then literally, obviously tear skin and stuff. And she also said something that was so interesting to stick like posters and stuff up. They use toothpaste because obviously they don't have like press stick or glue. So apparently they used to they put pr um, toothpaste on their photographs and stuff, and they stick it on the wall, and then their stuff sticks. Which I thought that's like really interesting okay, guys, to I'm know. I'm going to be trying some new stuff out. Like because obviously see. you got to become like really resourceful mm. when you're in prison. So that came up on my, my my TikTok, and I was like, oh damn! Like you never actually think about that. You never mm. think about. <laughs> what they don't have access to yeah. like normal everyday items that mm. we would just be like oh I want to stick a photo on my wall let me get some sellotape they don't have sellotape they got to use toothpaste come on take water and put it there Pah! so yeah there's an interesting fact about you but enough about prisons I could talk about prisons ba -ba -ba all day yes. I really actually I really could but anyway not <laughs> the point we actually have done an episode on Alcatraz if you go yeah. way back into like 2021 it's like was like our fourth show, so it's way back there. But there is a show on Alcatraz. Yes. But today we're looking into the Mad Trapper of Rat 
Ripper, and this was again in the 1930s. It is a very mysterious case. And you're going to see why. So, ladies and gentlemen, in 1931, what started as a simple knock on the door from police quickly spiraled as Hmm. one man on the lamb sparked the largest manhunt in Canada's history, generated a media frenzy, caused the wider adoption of a new technology, and resulted in a brutal anonymous ending. Done, done. And it all could have been avoided with five dollars. Five dollars. Yes. Five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> Imagine. Ay, 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 wait, guys. No, you'll so find I, out why. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Ay, okay. So, for the moment, we're left with as much legend as fact for the man known best by his um, name, the mad trapper of Rat River. We know little of his life story because no one really knows who he was, even though we have a body. Okay? Okay. What we do know is that during the Great Depression, poverty pushed many people on into the frontier areas where wildlife was plentiful and there was an opportunity to perhaps live off the land and make a little money trapping. Because obviously, hey. literally, people were selling their kids for money. Yeah. I'm not even lying. There's a uh, photograph. I was yeah, traumatized yeah, when yeah, I learned about this. Yeah. But people did not have money. Okay, people, So, I mean, it would understand... Would be like us going to live in the bush and maybe I don't know oh. eating some springbok. Okay, but it's the same type of vibe, you yeah. know, kind of like going back to that hunter gatherer type of lifestyle. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you have no <laughs> money. And that's where our story begins. In July 1931, a stranger who became known through his alias, Albert Johnson, they've worked out that this was not his real name, arrived in the vast remoteness of the Northwest Territory near Fort McPherson. McPherson. He ventured farther from the fort and set up a small cabin near the Rat River. Why are we calling a river Rat River? I don't understand. Because if if I hear that, if I not that I'm ever going hiking, I can't. No, thank you. I'm fine indoors. But if I'm ever going hiking and I see Rat River, the first picture that comes to my mind is a river swimming with rats. Let's go. So I'm not going there. You'll see them chilling there in the river. Yeah, no. Let's go. Yeah, no. Right. A few months later, he reportedly interfered with trap lines previously set by First Nations trappers who complained to local constables about the matter. Now, Mm. another thing was he had been visited once by the police before because it was a very much a native area. And so, like, a random white guy going there was like, Where's this man going? So it did raise a little bit of suspicion, and then he was like, "No, he's just really intrigued in like trapping and things." And they're like, Mm. "Cool! What are you trapping?" (laughs) (laughs) Three days later, two constables knocked on Johnson's door, but he ignored them. Right, Constable Alfred King traveled 128 miles to Aklavik. 
for a search warrant and then returned to the cabin in the wilds with three other constables because the hmm. nearest police station was in this town, Aklavik. Yeah. Just as Constable King knocked, a bullet blasted <coughs> through the door <coughs> and into his chest. <coughs> After a brief gunfight, the other constables loaded King onto a dog sled and frantically dragged him to the nearest hospital all <coughs> the way back in Aklavik. <coughs> now, one of the problems also was that he didn't have a trapping permit, mm. which if he had, would cost the $5 at that time. They wouldn't have been knocking on his door in the first place. So that's where the five dollars. So that's where the five dollars comes in. Come on, man! Should have went and got the five. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) officials alarmed that the stranger would shoot an officer for no apparent reason because it's not like they're going. It's not like Bonnie and Clyde hiding out in a cabin somewhere. I mean, who had? I mean, they've been robbing banks. It's not like Jack the Ripper held up in an apartment in London and had his kills fired. This guy, as far as they knew, the only problem was that he didn't have a trap permit. That was the only concern they had for this guy. They're like, this guy's trapping and he doesn't have a permit. they just trying to be like, dude, can you pay your $5? Like, hello. Could have been out Mm. here doing the right stuff. Right. Ay, ay, ay. This guy. No. They assembled a posse lead led by Royal Canadian Mounted Police known as the RCMP. Okay. Another gunfight actually ensured but to no avail. This gunfight apparently lasted like 15 hours. How many bullets do you have in your house that you can shoot for 15 <laughs> hours? But in- no, 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 get words. The constables then threw dynamite <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> onto the cabin's roof, which yo. collapsed into itself. Uh, Still, uh, Johnson kept shooting. So imagine now. You are that desperate to draw someone out of their house that you throw dynamite at them. Skywalker gangster. Because, I mean, dynamite done wrong could have exploded the whole forest. Never mind the yo, cabin. Yo, 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 yo. You know yeah, what I'm saying? True-ish. It's like, mm. like explosives are not something you want to like mess around with. Yeah. Anyway. Sure, sure. Still, mm. he kept shooting. After 15 hours yeah, in life-threatening temperatures, as in minus 30, 43 degrees <laughs> Celsius. I promise you, I've been, the lowest temperature I've been in is minus 24 Ish. in Norway in winter. Yeah. It was horrible. You're co- <laughs> so cold, you're burning. Yo, 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 yo. You're okay, so yeah, okay, no, guys, no, I'm very terrible. pale. I'm jo, very jo, jo, pale. Jo, jo. I'm Ish. like whitest white. Okay, I blend into the wall. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I was so cold, my hands were like red. Yeah. Like, 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 and you can't even move them. Yeah. Okay, that one's terrible. They actually, it's absolutely awful. And you're standing outside and you're like, oh, snow, snow, snow. And you're like, yeah, but I can't feel my fingers. <laughs> and I can't feel my toes. Oh, my yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah. It's, it's, it's freezing. So yes. now I'm really okay. Anyway, the officers were forced to withdraw. Let's they returned go. four days later. Why four days? <gasps> Four days. It takes a guy three hours, maybe not even ten minutes to get out of his house. Hey. Why are we waiting four days when this guy can move? Honestly. Guys. Four days later and they find the cabin empty. And this <sighs> thus begins the greatest chases of the 20th century. Right. Inspector Ems, who led the RCMP, 
pursued the trapper for seven weeks in the the Arctic landscape. Now, I can imagine it is cold. There is snow. I mean, no. It's like a no gaze, from me. There is, ah. I will, I, as much as I love, love traveling, <laughs> the reason I will always remain in South Africa is our <laughs> lovely weather. I mean, we get, I'm not even kidding. Our winter is summer, like Norway summer. I'm really <laughs> fine. Thanks. Uh, I like my sun. Yes. It's not too hot. It's not like equator hot, but it's nice and warm. So our weather's... N- and we don't have funny, funny tornadoes and hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> so you see. Yeah, we but got the Arctic landscape. Stuff. I went to an Arctic zoo in Sweden. And it was so cold. Uh, it was cool. Uh, I saw a reindeer. Uh, but cool. still, it was the cold. The cold was like, nah. Yeah. That is that. That's fun, but right now, I'd you can't even nah. like. You, then they then they have like Arctic fox, but the fox is white, but it's snow, so you can't see it. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> so you like look there, and you're looking for this little thing, and you're like, I can't see it because it's also white. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I, no. During one of the fights, the trapper shot and killed Constable Millen. Okay. Now this sparked the first use of an aircraft in a manhunt. So they're like, okay, no. They got we need an airplane now. And they used hey. World War One Canadian fighter pilot Wap May Let's go. to help the this search. Guy was reviving World War people. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. Hmm? Apparently this mm-hmm. Wap May also he killed someone known as the Red Baron, who apparently was a Mm-hmm. Very. B- uh, let me actually rather just mm-hmm. Google to tell you because he, um, it was quite a big thing that he'd killed the Red Baron, mm. um, and he was a fighter pilot of the German Air Force, and he was kin- considered the ace of aces of the war, being yeah, officially yeah. credited with eighty air combat victories. <laughs> My goodness. Okay, <laughs> I have respect for you, sir. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so yeah, yeah. our Mr. Wap May yeah, yeah. killed <laughs> this Red Baron. So you can see he's kind of like now also quite a hero, you know. Yeah. He's killed the Red Baron. So they're like, okay, come in. Let's help find this trapper. Yeah. The story caught the public's imagination. It was a lone man on the run in the dead of brutal winter through mm. heavily forest mountains, relying on nothing but his wits for survival. Let's go. Okay. His exploits t- trickled into the world via radio, which was at this point a new technology. So the fact that his story was being broadcast worldwide already showed how much of an impact he was having. Hey, hey. This was the first big news story broadcast by electronic media across the continent as it was happening. I mean, that is like yeah, huge. It was even to the point where radio sales spiked because they wanted to know what was happening with this man. Mm. Hey, he then there were another other odd twists along the way. As the story goes, the mad trapper never spoke to his pursuers. Hmm. Okay, remember he kept saying he like he pretended he couldn't hear them. Yeah. Okay, and in each of his encounters, he was silent except for one exception where they think he laughed out loud after shooting and killing Constable Millen. Okay, hmm. what further captured the public's imagination was how the individual with 
just the clothes on his back, carrying several firearms and a little bit of food, had outwitted the RM RCMP in one of the harshest environments on the planet. Because the Arctic in Canada is not a fun place to be. And I mean, <laughs> think about it. You're in the middle of the forest. I Where are you getting your two-minute noodles cool. from yeah. and your hot chocolate? You see, I'm... Yeah, making your fire. <laughs> Do you get what I'm yo, saying? Yo, yo, yo. And the fact that he did it for so long. Hey. Okay. Time and time again, <laughs> the pursuers thought they trapped it. the mad trapper. And time and time again, he escaped. That's I cool. know I was, when I was researching, apparently he would like walk one direction, walk back, walk another direction, like to confuse trails. Mm. And he also used to walk w behind deer. Mm. So that the deer would the cover foot his trick, footprints yeah. which is flippin smart if you ask sure. me can hmm. i tell you a quick story hmm. sorry hmm. this is reminding me of tracks so story time we're at da, da, camp da. not mm -hmm. our church camp school camp yes. um we're at camp and we're speaking to the counselor and he likes to track animals and so he was um tracking the snake why i don't know but he was tracking the snake anyway so he was um he was tracking because he could obviously see the slit the lines yeah. and he he tracked and tracked and tracked and then he found it and he found it's like dead carcass mm. and he's like what on earth as he was walking back he had been so focused on the the slither lines he hadn't seen the poor prince next to it which he then had realized a leopard had caught the snake <gasps> and had been pulling the snake to its like den mm. or whatever Way and then it eaten the snake but he <laughs> had missed the lip i was like i could not could be imagine that no. thing came out now for you uh, yo, 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 and yo, then yo. you are in its den and it sees <laughs> you and it's like more it's dessert breaking now. news uh someone was someone's lunch Hey, yeah, yeah, Yo, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, no, 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 no. I am, it's, a <laughs> uh, uh, it could not be me. I anyway, know, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 on the day he shot and killed Millen, Johnson pinned in by a steep canyon, scaled a nearly vertical wall and vanished. Hey. This guy is a pro, Finish. clearly. Yeah. Finally, on February 14th, pilot Wap May spotted evidence of Johnson's trail. Three days later, yet another shootout occurred and Johnson shot another constable who hey. survived. Hey. The mad trapper, however, was struck by several bullets and killed. Hey. So he did die. Hey. Right. But there is still the burning question. Who is this man? Because Albert Johnson is clearly an alias. Mm. In hopes of finding out, officials circulated the Mad Trapper's photograph, although many tips poured in none resulted in pinpointing his identity or motive. The who of the story is the biggest mystery that would answer the why. Dun, dun, dun. Okay? Why did a Caucasian man leave society behind and move to the most northerly part of the continent and build a cabin on the edge of the Arctic Ocean? <laughs> why did he shoot an RCMP officer unprovoked? And <laughs> why was he so motivated and determined? And only once we know the who will, be will we be able to fill in the blanks of the trapper's origin story. Okay. <laughs> okay. And as, as much as the media had dubbed him the mad trapper, it was likely he was neither a trapper or actually a madman. Mm. Okay? And 
What they they did try in 2007, they actually exhumed the body to try and track DNA Emily. to see maybe mm. we can find out who he was if he had family. They did eventually get back to two Swedish ancestors, but like no one, it still they couldn't <laughs> work out who the hell this guy was. Sure. It's just like how's this supposed to help us? Yeah. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. And so. We're kind of now stuck with 90-year-old secrets as Santa. Canada's most elusive fugitive. Hey. Yeah, no. This guy, number one, can see was... This guy had some other interesting well, background and experience. One theory is... One theory is, because apparently they had tracked... Because they realized... Uh, the first when they were trying to find him, they couldn't obviously find this... Alfred Johnson person. So they yeah. like went around and they found an Alfred Nelson in another town who was very similar, also had like a Scandinavian accent and also disappeared off the face of the planet <laughs> suddenly. So yeah. they thought maybe the two were the same person. But again, when they searched Alfred Nelson, again, nothing came up. They couldn't find mm. anything about this man whatsoever. Um, the, the only thing is that they both were like with a Scandinavian accent and that they were both interested in trapping and stuff like that. Kind of like maybe this is the same person. But what people kind of suggest is that he probably was, maybe he was like a serial killer or something. Mm. Let's say he killed a whole bunch of people or he did a whole bunch of crimes, whatever, whatever. And then he decided to disappear into the remoteness Mm. of a cabin. And so when police came knocking on his door, he probably was like, oh my goodness, I'm screwed. They figured it out. They know I'm a serial killer, whatever, whatever, or I committed this high, you get what I'm saying, whatever mm. crime I may have committed and gone completely berserk and been like, because a manhunt like that, you must have had to have done something incredibly wrong or incredibly bad to be that freaked out about being caught. A serial killer. Do you get what I'm mm. saying? Like what random person gets that into that much of a manhunt over a deer permit. Because another thing is apparently all the trapping he he like bought mm. was worth a lot of money. So a mm. $5 permit was not going to be a problem for him to have paid. Okay. I see. Yeah. So do you get yeah. what? So many people think he probably had a very negative and bad past that he was hiding from. And mm. this whole shoots had occurred because yeah. He thought they were on his trail. And because they never actually got to sit down with him and they mm. explain and be like, dude, just yeah, sign the permit. Yeah, yeah. He obviously never knew that that's what they were searching for. I mean, they just mm. knocked on their door and he's like, can we speak to you? And then he was like, bam, 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 shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah. Whereas if he had actually opened the door and be like, how can I help you? Ask this? If he had found out that all he needed to do was a tax, uh, uh, a trapper permit, it would have completely have resolved the whole thing. But mm. he was probably so scared of police and what he'd done mm. coming to light or being found that, yeah, that it like it's that fi- flight or f- um fight or flight survival animalistic mm. survival mode that you like go into i was like i'm gonna do everything i can possible to Survive. i mean what other yeah. thing drives a man to literally freeze his bum off in the arctic forest <laughs> eating squirrels uh, i yeah please explain to no, scale no, no. I, an entire yeah, I, I vertical war, kick, yeah. shoot more than one cop. Mm. I mean, mm. that's not something you do if, you, if you're not running for your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Serial killer, though. Do you think a serial killer would have his skills? Like, oh, 
survival skills like that. Another thing is the whole the whole thing of him being Scandinavian is also like a little bit like maybe maybe he did something in Scandinavia and had run away to Canada and he was scared he'd be sent back to Scandinavia. Yeah. Scandinavia for those who don't know it's like Finland, Iceland, Norway, Sweden. It's those Oh, they all understand it. It's all where the Vikings came from. Oh, right. he could have had the option to, to do something that they wanted him, you know, part of the government or something. Then he was like, stuff you guys. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's on the conspiracy. But I I think he was probably, I think he was running away from something. I don't think. He was running away I don't, from I the don't government. Think a, the I don't, government. I don't think a simple deer permit and I mean, you, if you're running away from something, you're going to get to the furthest place. And the flipping Arctic yeah. of Canada is the furthest place you really can be. the perfect be. place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cold. Who's going to come look so for you? So I think I, my theory is he did something in his past that he was scared of coming to life. And when the police came knocking, he was like, I'm screwed and went ballistic. He was part of the sea special unknown. Oh, goodness. Uh, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. He was a spy. He had yes. valuable information. Okay, definitely Nash. not a serial killer. Could Whatever have been killing makes people there. you sleep at <laughs> night. Okay, but that is the mad trapper of Rat River again. No one I was expecting from the name <laughs> at he all. He was trapping rats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I honestly man. believe he had like it'd be murder victim with rat traps on them, and then you get what I'm saying. Like yeah, that's thought, that's yeah, yeah. immediately what like the name sends me to. <laughs> Never mind, manhunt fugitive. You f- you feel me? Like it's like what? Definitely but yes, that is the. I mean, this is an interesting manhunt. Um, one of the manhunts I also always enjoy is Bonnie and Clyde. But I adore the story of Bonnie and Clyde. Don't give me Romeo and Juliet. Give me Bonnie and Clyde. Thank you very much. Um, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but that is all for this week. We will see you next time. Active FM, the Netflix of radio, but better.